Welcome to Ben. Blockchain Education Network. The largest and longest running network of students, alumni, and professors excited about blockchain across the world. A podcast for students by students. Sharing their vision that anyone, regardless of wherever they are in the world, will be able to use blockchain as a vehicle to create wealth for themselves and their communities. This is Ben. The Blockchain Education Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ben Podcast, your go-to place for blockchain education in the crypto space. My name is Chris Buren, Social Director at Ben, and today we are with a very distinguished guest at Mainnet 2021, Dean Thomas of Polygon. How are you doing today, Dean? I'm doing all right. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Glad to have it. To jump right into it, one of the most popular questions in crypto today is, how did you get into the space? What Take us through your journey a little bit. Sure. So I started my career as a traditional finance guy. So I started my career as an analyst at Goldman Sachs Investment Banking, and then I worked in their private credit investing desk, got pushed to work in private equity at Blackstone, started a friends and family crypto fund while doing this and did all right. And then got linked up with the folks at Polygon and currently run their institutional capital efforts. So I'm head of institutional capital at Polygon. Cool. That's awesome. I know from attending Y conference, we want to plug them a little bit last week, that you have a big announcement with EY. Correct. So Ernst & Young officially declared us as their partner of choice for their corporate blockchain strategies. We're very excited to help them on both of their privacy and also their public blockchains. So we're excited to move towards incorporating legacy traditional finance players into the space, which is my entire job, right? Whether it's asset managers, insurance protocols, whether it's centralized exchanges, we just want to be the go-to blockchain for people when they think about, hey, how do I come up with an enterprise solution? How do I come up with a retail solution for this XYZ problem that we have? Right now, we have a huge effort into gaming and NFTs. We have a huge effort into the DeFi space as well. We have over 500 plus DeFi dApps built on Polygon mainnet. And the main sell, and I don't know what the audience of, of this podcast is, is that they ever played around in MetaMask in Ethereum, it costs you, you know, upwards of $100 in, in gas fees just mm-hmm. to move your own money from one pocket to another. Whereas on Polygon, the same transaction costs less than a penny. It's EVM compatible using the same address as you would on ETH. It's a huge value proposition for businesses, especially centralized borrow lend players who spend millions of dollars to cover their customers' deposits and withdrawal fees on ETH. So having the same functionality on a platform that costs less than a penny per transaction is a huge P&L boost for them um, and also speed boost. Definitely. Where do you see this partnership in like five, 10 years time for the whole Polygon Nightfall project that you're working on now? I'm not allowed to speak too much about it because it's still uh, under development, but mm-hmm. basically we want to be the go-to enterprise solution for them to cover all their needs on the enterprise side. And I think as you've seen Ernst & Young come out, Paul has been amazing about being a champion for it. You'll see a lot of these other large traditional finance players come into the space as well because they'll realize that this is a huge technological revolution. It's essentially the internet bubble or you know revolution of our age. And transitioning from a web 2.0 to a web 3.0 world is something that, you know, either you jump in head first or you're going to get dragged into kicking and screaming. And so I think a lot of these larger financial institutions will realize that next two, three, five years. And uh, we're excited to just be at the forefront of it. As I was saying, me, you, everybody in this community is extremely lucky to be early adopters, right? Even now, like we're still early adopters of this huge 
mountain of capital that's going to pour, a mountain of talent, mountain of just everything that encompasses the old world will be transitioning into you know, the metaverse, into blockchain, into all these things that we all converse about daily, but the average person on the street might not even know about for another two years. So it's it's exciting times. And I think we're it's one of the few times in my career where I caught a glimpse of kind of what the future version of the world looks like. And every day I wake up to just try and pull that version a little bit closer through through my conversations, through my meetings, through everything that we try and do at Polygon. It's starting to sound like sci-fi almost, right? Metaverses and all this new technology coming out. It's crazy. I was talking to one of the guys after the conference who wanted to meet with me one-on-one. And I think the really cool thing about Metaverse, which is, is a little bit unspoken, is that if you're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy, right? Like mm-hmm. at the top is self-actualization. And so in the meat suit world, in order to reach that stage of self-actualization, you have to have a lot of money sure, yeah. to do M&A activity, the zero knowledge space, which we think is kind of the final frontier of scaling Ethereum. So we already consummated the $250 million Hermes acquisition. It's the first ever token for token M&A deal consummated with a smart contract. It's the re- half to one swap, which is super exciting, right? I think I talked about this at DAS a little bit, but the future of lawyers is going to change completely, right? Like I don't see a world where like you can be a lawyer in 20 years and not really know how to code. Contracts, you're writing like paper and pencil, like that's legacies, right? Like the next version of contracts are all going to be smart contracts. And like when the thing hits those requirements dictated by the algorithm, like the money's going to transfer, the deal's going to consummate, the deal's going to fail because of X, Y, Z. It's not going to be of like, hey, did you wire your money yet? Like, let's do a simultaneous execution. Congratulations, wires are funded, like waiting 30 minutes for for wires to clear, whatever. Like that stuff is so legacy once you get a glimpse of kind of what this technology is capable of doing. And I think the future world of legal work will largely be algorithmic and code-based, whether we like it or not. So it's it's an interesting time. You know, Kosla had this very interesting talk at Stanford. I watched when I was when I was much younger. He talked about how if you want to be a doctor, you he wouldn't go to med school. He would go to, go to the math department, or he would go to the acting department because the math department would come up with the algorithms to diagnose the patient, and the actors would be there to deliver the news because they're the most empathetic and you know understanding of the human condition. And I think it's similar in uh, all professions: smart contracts, blockchain technology is going to consume a lot of legacy professions. And I think you have to really figure out like, where do you want to double down on your strengths? Are you a people person? Are you someone who doesn't really like talking to people? Are you really good at code? Are you a mixture of both? Are you more an ops person? Are you more a business development person? Are you more of a finance person? Are you a marketing person? All of these things, being an exec at Polygon, I'm starting to realize that all of these things are indelible parts of a successful organization, right? Like I can't survive without my marketing team. I can't survive without my tech team. I can't survive without my BD team. And so it's not that one is better than the other or more valuable than that. These are all very, very useful components. And so for students to figure out very quickly, like, hey, I'm really, really good at this. I'm naturally bent towards this. They can lean into that, double down on that, invest it behind those things, they'll be very, very valuable professionals in this space and they'll be highly compensated and they'll have a very fulfilling career. It's an exciting time to be alive, huh? For sure. Always an exciting time to be alive. I think it's up to us, man. It's our responsibility to steer the future of this space as young professionals rising up and rising up very quickly, right? Like very few industries allow us to, to be in positions of leadership so early. And so we have to take that responsibility seriously and realize that like not just our friends and family, but our larger communities and people around the world are looking at the decisions we make. And those decisions have consequences into the future of technology, the future of work, the future 
through awareness and equality and just the fundamental philosophies behind how we believe a group of people should interact and live. And that's why I think I think blockchain is more than just a technology and that you're watching real life Hegelian dialectics fight and play themselves out and the centralized world where they believe that a handful of people should have all the power in, in this name of efficiency and scalability and, and speed. And there's other people on the other extreme where it's like pure democracy and it's very hard to get things done and, and you know there's a lot of chaos and lack of chain of command. And, and I think the version of the world that we experience and see is the one that we choose to manifest and invest our time, energy, and talent behind. And so when we choose to work for a protocol, we choose to work for a cause. It's more than just like, oh, I'm getting a job or I'm getting paid to, so that I can afford rent. Yes, that that is true. But to a larger extent, you are also voting for the version of the future that you want to see. And the young professionals coming up are the vital ingredient in any successful organization. Money is cheap, man. Money right now, like you can go outside of a good project, you can raise unlimited amounts of money, just too much money, right? Mm -hmm. What's lacking is people very talented individuals with high levels of consciousness and awareness behind the consequences of their actions beyond just making money, beyond just being famous and powerful and influential. I think it's a big responsibility. It's one that we're ready to body and embrace. And I think it should be an interesting next two decades. And I'm excited. And I'm just, I'm excited for the young folks coming up who realize that there are alternative paths to the traditional nine to five, to the traditional go to university, go to grad school, go to, you can learn anything you want on the internet right now for essentially no cost. You can talk to basically anyone in the around the world at any level through LinkedIn, through mm. Telegram, through whatever. The future's bright, man. The future's bright. There's a lot of exciting things happening. I can tell you're really passionate about it. If you, I know you mentioned the information before, but if students or people with questions want to get in contact with you, what would be the best way? Yeah, sure. So our website is polygon.technology. Most of the business heads, it's just their first name at polygon.technology. So dean at polygon.technology is an easy way to raise, reach me. You can also uh, speak to my analyst, Andy, at polygon.technology. Or reach us at LinkedIn, Twitter. I'm not a huge Twitter user yet, but um, we have a big Twitter following. Just go out and get it, man. It's like, th this isn't school where like you're waiting to take a test. Like 24-7, everything's trading. 24-7 people are speaking, working, implementing. And so it's like, I like the joke, like crypto seems like just one long day with small naps in between. And so that's what it, it feels like for me, but it, it's exciting because I'm excited for the future we're building. This was another episode of Ben. Blockchain Education Network. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Also, Keep up with us on Twitter and Instagram at BlockchainEDU and visit our YouTube channel for more valuable blockchain content.